0: Welcome to the Go! Podcast. Go! aspires to engage the local church in global missions. We seek to share mission stories that encourage, edify, and equip other Christians in sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ at home and abroad. This podcast is a part of Liberty Bible Church Global Ministry. Your hosts for Go! are Cami Santner, a missions partner with Liberty, and joining her is Kevin Cram, pastor of global engagement at Liberty Bible Church. Welcome back to the Go! Podcast. I'm Kevin, and with me, as always, is Cammie. Hi, Cammie. Hi, Kevin. Today, we're going to be taking a little bit of a different approach, a non-traditional approach, to the aspects of outreach and missions, and specifically, we're going to be talking about various forms of digital and online media and how these platforms are being used to share the gospel. Now, these types of media have been used to great effect, especially in the Muslim context, and so we're eager to hear how these new forms are impacting the Muslim world for the gospel. So today we have the pleasure of talking with Andrew. Andrew works with an organization that works in the Middle East and North Africa, and he leads a, helps lead a strategy team um, for outreach in that region. He plays a large role specifically in digital and online outreach. So we're just really glad to have Andrew here. Thanks for joining us, Andrew.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
2: Andrew, can you tell us a little bit about your story and how you specifically got involved in this area of missions?
1: Yeah, so I I grew up in the church and actually went on my first missions trip uh, in youth group, like a lot of people. Um, And so that was kind of my first taste uh, in, in doing missions. Uh, Fast forward to college, and I got involved with a campus organization there, and I uh, was able to go on a couple of different uh, overseas uh, mission trips for for eight to ten weeks at a time, um, sharing the gospel. And that was kind of the the beginning of using digital means. We had apps on our phones that we used um, to bring into the country that we were going to. And so uh, it was after college that I really felt the Lord calling me into doing something full time. Um, and so that's when, uh, I got married to my wife and we pursued going full-time ministry, uh, with the company that we had been doing missions with.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So what sort of specific types of media that does your particular organization use? Like what kind of platforms does that involve and, um, how do you use those, uh, um, platforms?
1: Yeah, so we have a couple of different types of of mass media that we use. Um, We actually own a couple of satellite TV stations, um, similar to how uh, in the early 1900s, the radio was used to bring airwaves into the Soviet Union. Um, We are using satellite TV to bring television into uh, 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 the Middle East as well. So that's one area that we have teams dedicated making content for. But we also use um, heavily use the the internet and uh, YouTube and uh, Facebook and, and social media uh, as a way to bring the gospel into places that we couldn't get to uh, in person. Uh, we also have a couple of apps that we've developed, some discipleship apps um, that uh, we use to for follow up, so helping people um, to be able to follow up digitally and have digital conversations, um, as well as using email and other things like that. Um, and just recently we've started doing, uh, more with zoom, uh, the pandemic kind of forced us to make a shift, um, in using zoom to have one-on-one discipleship, uh, meetings with people or even doing group and online church through, through zoom. So it's been kind of cool to see kind of the evolution of, uh, the Internet is a large place, and there's a lot of tools to use and trying to fi- figure out which ones are the most effective.
2: Yeah, there's, there's a lot to kind of process through that. So, Andrew, you've already kind of touched on the topic, but what are some advantages that digital and online tools offer as opposed to your traditional maybe one-on-one method of outreach?
1: Yeah, so we kind of take a couple of different uh, strategies or uh, postures when it comes to digital media. Um, We want to use digital to be a platform to bring people into personal relationships with actual people um, because we realize that discipleship happens best when it's one person with one person or one person with a few people being able to just talk through the scriptures, discuss the Bible together, and be in community with one another. And so we never want digital to be a sole replacement for actually having real community. Um, But where digital really, uh, really helps us then is. The, the idea of the platform is that we can actually go and we can actually start to build uh, ministries that are happening and movements that are happening in places where we might not actually have people. Um, what I've really loved about this though is that we've actually digital allows us to see what God's already doing in the country so it's it's really naive of us to think that God's not present in certain countries because God really is present and he's moving in different ways in different places and when we start out with our Uh, Facebook campaigns, targeting certain different uh, places with the gospel and advertising and things like that. We actually see that there are already Christians here that are sharing their faith and they wanna partner and become, uh, maybe have materials that they can use and things like that. And so digital has really opened up this realm for us to see what God has already been doing and allow us to start to build movements with people that are already there where we can partner with them and come alongside them. And so this is like, this is happening right now in six countries where we, where our organization has no presence, but we've found Christians there that we've begun to partner with, to be able to get the gospel out uh,
0: more. That's unbelievable. In fact, I just, in my my mind is boggled at the advantages and the possibilities that the technology can open up um, for the gospel that we probably didn't even dream about, you know? 20 years ago, which is amazing. Um, but I want to shift a little bit to, you talked about, you know, the one-on-one relationships and the follow-up, but um, go a little bit more in depth about it. Well, how that, what that actually looks like when someone, it, you know, encounters um, your program, either online or satellite television or something like that, what happens after that? What is the process and how are these individuals connected with people? How are they discipled? How are they encouraged and, and whatnot?
1: Yeah. So we have a big discipleship platform called Talmaza online. Um, there's actually an app that you can download with a smartphone that we give instructions on how to how to do that in a secure way. Um, but, but basically, this is a place that holds all of our discipleship content. Um, and so we have different classes. There are five, currently five different classes that are on. Tell Maza that um, if you've indicated that you have received Christ for the first time and you're interested in, or, or you're just interested in hearing more about or growing in your faith, this is a place that you can come. And then we, we partner, we have coaches um, that then that we would uh, assign you to that would actually either have zoom calls or through email. Um, that you can do follow-up. And then our goal is at some point to connect you with a local church um, and so we do have partners in different cities, depending on where you're at. Some of these, some of these folks are in cities where we may not know of a local church or know of a church that's actually preaching the gospel. Um, and so we also have an online church for folks like that. But we really strive to partner with uh, churches to make sure that we're connecting people local with local churches, and then for places that don't have one, we we actually challenge people to start one. Um, So we can see other people uh, being discipled uh, through this kind of first generation uh, believer. And so it's just really cool to see how through the different technology that we can really come alongside people. We can actually have personal interaction with them um, either via email or via Zoom. We can watch them grow. Uh, And then like one of the courses that we offer is how to share your faith. And so we really, really want to see people that are, Not just receiving the gospel, but taking that gospel, multiplying it out to their friends. And and we've seen time and time again when we train people to share their faith, uh, just how God raises up new believers through them and how he uses them, especially in their own context, um, to reach people uh, for Christ. And so I think one of the other cool things that we do as well is uh, we do coaching through if you're a first time believer. Um, so there's already, you know, for example, in Egypt, about two to 3% of the population is already Christian. So we do, we do find people that have already, that are already have a Christian background and understand, uh, what the gospel is. Um, but for those that aren't Christian, uh, that are coming to faith, we also have tools and we have coaches that can help them decipher through how to tell their families. Cause that is a really, uh, that's a really big thing to be able to, to tell your family, um, that you are no longer of the majority religion. And so we definitely provide counseling and help for being able to do that. And it's really neat to see when someone walks through that process and it doesn't always turn out great. I'll, I'll be honest. It doesn't always mean that uh, that families are accepting Um, but we've also seen God do some really cool things through people that have had the bravery to share with their mom or with their dad. And we've seen the Lord do miraculous things and them coming to faith uh, through that as well.
2: Yeah, those, those are great stories. So you have quite a few responses to this program that you're kind of putting out there, this discipleship app in particular. Do you think there's any stories or a singular story that you could share with us today?
1: Sure. Um, so this happened in one of the largest countries, uh, in, in this area. Um, excuse me. Uh, one of our, uh, a person saw an ad responded to a Facebook uh, ad about wanting to, uh, know more about, about, about Jesus. And so he responded to one of our ads and we got, uh, after talking with him a little bit. Um, he prayed to receive Christ and then he wanted to go through one of our discipleship apps. And so, after going through the first discipleship app uh, or the discipleship program that we have, uh, our staff was in continuing communication with him. And he told us that he wanted to be able to know how to better share his faith with others. Uh, that he felt God, after that first kind of initial, what is Christianity about, felt like he needed to be able to make believers of his friends and how to do that. And so, On the very first day of starting the uh, how do I share my faith with others uh, content that we have, he went out and shared his faith with three friends and started just meeting with them and answered all of their questions. And what's really kind of cool about how this story uh, worked out is that one of his other friends had heard from somebody else about Jesus, and he was himself questioning, I kind of want to know more about Jesus. And So here comes his friend who, unbeknownst to him, had become a believer in Jesus uh, shared his faith with him. And so now they're both working together to plant a church and their local context. Uh, and we're helping them with that. So it's just really kind of cool to see how these connections are made digitally, but then how they end up in a, in a personal manner, uh, connecting with community, uh, being able to share their faith in community and build churches uh, and build movements together.
0: That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that story. I really appreciate it. And thank you so much, Andrew, um, for taking the time to be with us and sharing with us today.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me. And thanks for all your guys' support and partnership.
0: Yeah. Before we wrap up our episode, um, we want to end as we normally do uh, with a note of personal reflection. And so we do this every week and we like to ask ourselves the the question um, as we respond to our time with Andrew. And so Cammie, um, how are you going to be leaning into prayer this week as a result of our conversation?
2: That's really hard, Kevin. I feel like there's so many different areas kind of covered universally under this topic, but social media is, is huge. Be it through your computer or via your phone. I feel like it's something that we're always on and always using and it impacts our lives more than we realize. And so I think it's important to really just intentionally put out content and not always share the highlight reel but also share the spiritual walk and just where you're at and kind of support and encourage others and just see where that leads because it's a it's a door that typically in the states we don't really open or walk through
0: yeah that's, how about you that's good um you know i being a pastor, I'm really familiar with the statistics out there, uh, the negative statistics surrounding um, particularly social media um, with youth and, and, and young people, teenagers, of just how um, impactful negatively our constant looking at our phones is. And so there's so much bad news out there surrounding the technology, especially in the Christian world. And so, um, it's just really encouraging to see that there's also a really amazing side to how God is using this technology. Um, He's taking something that is very powerful, that has revolutionized the way that we see the world, that we the way that we interact with the world, and he's leveraged that. God is leveraging that um to reach people for the gospel. And I you know I know a little bit about what's going on in the region of how much God is moving in in the Middle East and North Africa, um, really in ways that we haven't seen um, in, in 1500 years of history. Um, and I think the digital media side has been a huge part of that. Um, and I just think it's amazing. And so it's just really encouraging for me. And it's really a story that I don't think we hear as often, um, here in the West in the church. And so I'm just really, uh, really encouraged by Andrew and, um, you know, him coming on and sharing with us. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Uh, We inspire to give you real life stories and experiences to help you in your current uh, phase of life.
2: Next week, tune in for a brand new series. Over the next several weeks, we'll be looking at the global refugee crisis and specific ways that the local church can respond. So we hope you'll join us for that. And remember to go and make your life a mission.